Hey, welcome to Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegriff, and I am not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. Thank you so much for being with me today. I want to talk to you about respect and your responsibility for respect on today's episode. But before we jump into today's topic, I want to encourage you, if you have not already, to subscribe to this podcast, to leave a rating, to leave a review, because the more you do that, the more other people will be able to find it. And that's a good thing. We want dads everywhere, lots of dads everywhere, to find this podcast so that they can be enriched, so that they can be motivated and encouraged with stories, not just from me, but from other people, that they can receive what I think is thought-provoking content where they can reflect and challenge themselves to ultimately be better dads every single day. And you can play a part in that simply by subscribing to this podcast and by leaving a review that will help tremendously. Also, I would love to invite you to be a part of Fathering Our Future on social media. If you are a dad, there is a Facebook group for dads exclusively. It's Fathering Our Future, Dads Only. You have to submit a request to be a part of the group, and as long as you do not share a Facebook account with your wife, you can be a part of the group. It's a group that's just for dads, not because we're being raunchy or anything like that. It's just a group of dads that are there for each other. Dads ask questions. Dads answer questions. We are involved with each other, and we are doing our best to grow together as dads because we're better together. And as we have this community of dads, it enables us to better father our future. And that is the goal and the mission. So be a part of that group on Facebook. And if you're not a dad, or if you don't want to be a part of the group right now, you can simply follow Fathering Our Future on Facebook and Instagram. I'll post some funny stuff from time to time because I think my kids are funny and I've experienced some funny things as a father of three, so I'll share some of that, try to motivate, try to encourage, try to hit the full spectrum of everything that we need as individuals. So follow Fathering Our Future on social media, and I think it's going to be a blessing to you and to your family ultimately, and again, that is the goal. But today I want to talk to you about a subject that I think most dads probably assume they don't even have to think about. I want to talk to you about respect, and specifically, your responsibility for respect. I think as men, we desire and a lot of the times expect respect. We think of ourselves as providers, protectors, leaders, if you will, and because of that, we think we deserve respect. And yeah, I mean, that makes sense. If you are doing something that is respectable, you do deserve respect. But we especially think that we should get respect from our kids, that by default, this should happen. That our kids should simply respect us because we are the obvious authority. We are their parents. We are their dad. They should, must, and absolutely will respect us. And I would say most dads would agree with that. Most dads would agree that their kids should respect them simply because they are the dad. And I think there is some truth to that. 
I'm not going to deny that and say this is a bad idea. I think it's a right idea, but I don't think it's the full story. I think there's another side of the coin of respect that we as dads have to do some thinking about. We have to do some of the hard work here, and we have to look at the topic as a whole and make some good decisions as we think about it. I don't think you can justify respect solely because of your position, because that ultimately makes you a dictator or a tyrant. We probably heard the line when we were young and we couldn't wait to use it ourselves. I brought you into this world and I can take you out of it. That's using threats and manipulation. And dads, we're better than that. I don't think that we should use that phrase anymore. Is it fun to say? Sure. Is is it something that you can say as a joke and conversation? Sure, that doesn't bother me. I'm totally okay using humor and sarcasm. No problem with that as far as I'm concerned. But to be serious about it, I think that is another issue that we have to work on. Because you don't get respect through threats. You don't earn respect through manipulation. And I know you're better than that, which is why I want to challenge you today. I want you to listen and think about this even though it may be uncomfortable at first. So let's talk about respect. Just like old Aretha, we all just want a little bit of it. But outside of our role as dad, how does respect work? This isn't a hard question. I just want you to think about it. I just want you to answer it within yourself, and we'll walk through it together. One element of respect is that it's given as a due. Okay, so for example, kids should respect their parents because they are their parents. They're the authority. They have a position above them. So you should give due respect to the one who has that higher position. You should give due respect to the authority. That is what makes sense. That's one of the elements of respect. Respect should be given to those in leadership positions. Even if you completely disagree with the individual, there's still a degree of due respect. So, for example, I'm not going to dive into politics here, but I do think, especially as a Christian, there's a right way to have respect for our presidents. I'm not going to jump on any bandwagon. I'm not going to say who I voted for, who I didn't vote for. That doesn't determine anything. For me, my perspective is that I am first a Christian before I ever want to classify or categorize myself with any political party. But I do think it is a little bit outrageous that you have Christians on both sides of the Democratic Party, or both sides of the political parties, that being the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. And when Obama was in office, you had Republicans who thought this is the end of the world. But then the Democratic Christians were like, oh no, this is the saving grace. And then when Trump became the president, all the conservative Christians were like, this is the sign of the time. He's the last Trump. People actually said that. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. But then you had the Democratic Christians who were saying, this is an abomination. And then Biden gets in office and things flip again, and everyone just fights and bickers about that. The reality is, these men were all president at some point. 
I don't care if you think that Biden is president because he cheated. He is in the position of president. I know people will hate that I said that, and it's sad that people will respond that way. But the reality is he holds the position currently as president. So we give due respect, one, by addressing him as President Biden. We include that even if that's the only respect you want to give him, it is due respect because of his position. So that's one element of respect. But there's another side to respect, which is the admiration given to someone because of their character, quality, or abilities. You might hate Tom Brady, but you have to respect him as a quarterback. He's won seven Super Bowls. He holds nearly every record. He puts in the work, and he performs on the field, and that earns him some respect. I've seen people in leadership roles treat others like absolute garbage. And while I still respect their position, I lost respect for them overall. As an individual based off their character's quality and abilities, no respect there. I will give them what due respect they deserve because of their position, because they happen to be the employer, they, they happen to be the boss. Okay, There's due respect that goes there, especially if I wanted to continue being an employee there, which I stopped being an employee there, but I had to give due respect while I was still there. When you start at your job, you probably received a small amount of respect. Your employer thought you were capable, which earned you some respect. But that respect increased as time went along. As you performed well and excelled in your position, the respect you received increased. Even if you were really great at something, the personal interaction and experience increases respect. Here's what I mean by that. We can all agree that Kobe Bryant was one of the greatest basketball players of all time. The achievements and accolades are there. However, I will never forget when I saw him play in person. His movements were different. He noticeably stood out from everyone else on the court. The form and ability was so much more visible, and my respect for him increased. I mean, he was just so smooth. He got the ball, and he looked entirely different from every other player. And it's one thing to watch it on TV, but it's another thing to be in the arena with someone like Kobe Bryant and to watch them navigate the court, to look everything over, and to just make plays happen, to make the space to take the shot. Seeing how high he actually jumped, you watch on TV and you think, okay, this looks like anyone else playing basketball. But when you're there and you actually see how high this man would jump before he would take the shot, it's a totally different experience. So when there's that personal interaction, when you get to see someone firsthand perform a particular way, when you actually get to do a project with someone, when you are personally involved and you get that true interaction and experience, that's an opportunity for respect to increase. 
he already, Kobe, already had my respect as a basketball player, but that personal interaction and experience, it magnified my respect for him as a basketball player. And this is how respect works. Everyone listening knows that respect is earned. That's universally understood, except for when it's placed in the context of the family. So many men think, I'm the dad, and I will be respected. You do deserve some respect. Not going to take that away from you. But respect is still something that's earned. Even as a dad, you have a responsibility for respect. You have to earn it. Even from your kids. If you mandate it and never live in a way that calls for it, when your kids grow up, they will figure you out. They will see you for who you are and for how you were. And your relationship is going to be damaged. It's going to be tarnished. I'm reminded of an instance that happened a few weeks back. I was talking with my wife and all three kids who were in Frankie's room. Frankie and Reagan were up on the top bunk, and JoJo was crawling around on the floor playing with Hot Wheels. And I checked in a couple of times, but I didn't stay in the room. The door was closed. I was close by, but I was not in the room with our one-year-old. And as Lindsay and I were talking, this jumbo scream just came forth. And I darted into Frankie's room to find JoJo with a busted, bloody lip. Frankie was trying to pick her up off the floor. And I went, I grabbed her. I tried to calm her, but ended up running her down to mom so she could work her magic. Now, this would have been a classic opportunity for me to get mad at the kids. I could have said, you know better than to let her try and climb the ladder because Frankie's got a bunk bed. I could have punished them even though I was truly the one responsible. We do that too much as parents. We expect children to be adults. Let me clarify something. Children are children. You do not get to pass off your responsibilities onto them, at least not with the expectancy that they will perform as an adult. So knowing that it was my fault, this is what I did. I sat down with Frankie and Reagan, I got the story from them, and I thanked them for their honesty, and I assured them throughout the conversation that they did nothing wrong, that this was not their fault, they were not in trouble, but I apologized. I apologized for not being in there with the baby like I should have been. And that's just one example where we can miss it as parents. So even as a dad, you have to live in a way that displays goodness to your kids. They should see the way you treat others and admire that. They should see the way you treat their mom and admire that. They should hear what you say about work, other people, hardships, and they should admire that. They should see how you manage stress and chaos and they should admire that. Everything that you do 
should make it easy for your kids to respect you. You should live in a way that gives your kid no other option but to respect who you are as a man and as a dad. And this is not so you can rub it in their face. It's so you can have a healthy relationship with your kids that will last. It's so you can help them see what respectable qualities look like. When you live in a way that earns respect from your kids, you are doing them a favor. And please do not forget, as your kids try to mimic you, make sure that you show them respect for their actions. Too many studies have shown people look for change when they do not feel respected. Your kids are people. If they are not getting respect in the home, they will find it somewhere else. But if you will respect them while they respect you, there will be this continually reciprocated admiration cycling from you to them and from them to you. And just as a lack of respect motivates change, a sense of respect motivates consistency and growth. Earning respect from your kids will make you want to be a better dad, while giving respect to your kids will make them want to be better. And let me just give you a bonus tip. When you do something that's not respectable, for example, like not being there to watch the baby and passing that responsibility off to a three-year-old and a five-year-old, when you do something that's not respectable, apologize to your kids. Your kids need to know that you're human, that you make mistakes, and that you are still striving for growth. And an apology is a fantastic remedy. So stop parading around demanding respect when you haven't been working for it. You have a responsibility to earn it from your kids, just like you do to earn it from anyone else. Thank you for listening today and for being a part of Fathering Our Future. Please, again, subscribe to the podcast and review it, rate it, so that other people can find it. And also look for Fathering Our Future on social media. If you're a dad, I'd love for you to be a part of our Dads Only group on Facebook. Again, just submit the request to be a part of the group. And I'll be happy to let you in and to accept that. This is Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I hope you'll join me next time.